Welcome to Rogue News. We are the preeminent geostrategic, geoeconomic, and geopolitical news show on YouTube and on the web. Join us for hard-hitting analysis, behind-the-scenes strategy, and brutal commentary. Find out why many consider us the place to get their news and information. Check us out at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News, Facebook, and most of the popular podcasting apps. Most of all, remember to subscribe, like, comment, and share. All right. Good day, everyone. We are live. Another exciting time. It is time for Gus with Gus with Gus Demos. Gus, it's been a minute since you know you and I ran solo. You know, uh, he's on vacation this week, so I felt. I, I, gosh, I didn't even have a drink yet today or anything. I felt like I should, I should do something to celebrate. You, you, you should you, you should celebrate the, the, the joyous occasion. No, I, 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 me and you. Uh, what has it been? It's probably been like three months or so since we went solo. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's um, it, we. I always have a good. Don't don't let V know, but I always have a good time too. Just when it's me and you. Uh, yeah, absolutely. It's always it's always a party. Yeah, uh, he, he doesn't seem like the jealous type, so I think we'll be fine. Uh, I uh, what I was going to ask you? It's it's good. It's good to hear the uh, the week is going well, and I think uh, what I was going to touch with you, what I was going to touch base with you about, and I mentioned it towards the end with V yesterday. Uh, and you're you guys are so entrenched in all, all of it. it uh, what is what are your feelings and thoughts on with the purge and shit? With the the, the purge. The, the 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 from Alex Jones to Sean to to all of it like oh yeah, oh yeah it is it is over the top right now I I read yesterday that Stefan Molyneux got two strikes on his YouTube I channel. saw I didn't watch the video I saw his he's on my feed obviously and I saw I, I saw the uh, the cover of the YouTube but I haven't got a chance to listen to it yet so he's he's on strike two as well. Yeah, it happened literally overnight. Like I think they went back. Like, and that this is what they do. They they once you hit the radar, okay, you're there. And then they're like, let's go look at videos from like four years ago, and let's go find something offensive. And then that they'll actually go back and they'll red strike some of your old content. But yeah, I mean, it's just in, it's insane. You know, it started. And I'm not sure if you heard this story or not, but uh, Ken Shorkin Jr., who's one of the rogue contributors, he had previously owned the Daily Economist. And that was, you know, his his that was his website. That was always what he went by. And it was like eight years it running. And he received an actual uh cease, uh what's it called? Cease, cease and, and desist. Cease and cease desist, and desist letter yeah. from the attorney from the Economist magazine. <laughs> what? Can you believe that? Yeah, yeah. They're like, I imagine, you know, because a couple of his articles actually got picked up on on Zero Hedge, which was which was really cool. Yeah, so he's like, well, you know, I have this, you know, and obviously, you know, to put up the funds to to fight it, but he's had the website for like eight years. So yeah, so now he's he goes by uh, shotgun the shotgun economist and changed his name. So right after that is is when boom, they took out Sean for uh, I think like a week. They wiped out SGT report. It was that, gone. That I remember. Well, we we actually have on our LLC IRA page. One of our we have three videos. One is one of them is Will and Sean. So we kind of woke up. It's we, we found out right away. We figured we woke up one morning at six a.m. First thing we do, part of our uh, standard operating procedure, we comb through our website to make sure it's fucking working. Um, and the fucking video is down. Uh, and lo and behold, that's when we found out. And right away, Will reached out to Sean, and then we 
we, we always say of any videos on our website full time that act as like instructional videos or educational videos about the product, uh, we, we keep a backup uh, on our drives in case something like this happens. Uh, oh, cool. So we, we want to repost the video on, on our site too. But uh, I thought I, I, under the impression, I, and I even told Will too, I'm like, I'm like, I bet you Sean gets back online. I'm like, they'll, I'm like, he's got way too many subscribers. I'm like, give it a couple days, give it a week. So I, th I thought, and I was, dude, I'm the first one to fucking admit when I'm wrong. I thought for sure Sean was an isolated incident that, you know, it's just, it, they targeted SGT. He got too, too deep into the pedo shit or pizza, get whatever the fuck. Mm -hmm. um, but when Jones went down, that's when I'm like, Fuck! It's that's, getting, when, that's when shit got real. Yeah. I'm like, this is not isolated at all. This might be like the early stages of the fucking Gestapo, where yeah, yeah they're they're what they're. And I was gonna. That's what I was gonna ask. That's what I was most intrigued on your your uh, your theory and V's theory. What what do you attribute the timing to? They've always wanted to do this. It's like yeah, we got to get rid of these fucking alt media guys. Uh, but you know, it's the time. It, 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 it is. And I think when you look at like recent news, for example, you know, the Vatican with over 300 priests and 1000 children that were sexually abused. And apparently there's more information that's going to be coming out. So I think what it is, is that I think that they know that some of the criminality, some of the things that they've gotten away with Gus for years upon end, that the truth is going to start coming out. So I think in one portion, I think it, they know that like Alex Jones, uh, Sean, we will be carrying that. We will be talking about these subject matters where you turn on your national television and not a peep, not not a word about these things happening. So I think that's one angle to come from that. And then I think the other part of it, too, is it it's like, OK, what are they up to? What false flag event are they preparing is it that they don't want any type of counter narratives? You know, they want to be able to program to the people this is what happened. Oh, Russia hacked all the ATMs, and you can't. No one can take out money out of your ATM for a couple of weeks. Uh, you know, right. something. And that's that's what scares me is the, the systematic takedown of it. So again, there's, there's so much madness, so much craziness going on right now that they want to control the narrative, and they understand that the only way they can do that is to shut down people like Alex Jones, because let's face it, I think he was, I think his distribution network and his content is in part what did get the Patriots to rise that supported Trump and actually to, to participate and to get him elected. They know that they understand it. So they're like, okay, well, we have to do something. So they're, they're completely playing politics don't give me this com community standards bs right <laughs> well it, it, that you, you make a great point it's a matter of okay uh, for my uh, where my head's at is is it something that a lot of the the alt media is there a certain uh, trigger word or catalyst subject that causes that they really really the, the powers that be in the puppet masters and the oligarchs that they really find find taboo or is it like you're implying, which is a great point, is, is it some thing on the horizon here in the future, be it uh, a collapse, be it a, the election, midterm elections, be it whatever, that they'd rather hedge themselves in the front end because some events on the horizon that they're preparing for? Who the fuck knows? 
Um, and yeah, there, that, that's the question. And it, it's, it, dude, the, the Sean's audience is big. Alex Jones audience is fuck you big. If they hit the fuck everyone big, like the Joe Rogans of the world, then I, I mean, if we're at that point, then, you know, I don't know what else it's going to take for, for independent, like, entrepreneurs to start and me and dude me and you touched about this talked about this like a year ago or a year and a half ago we uh, alternative platforms that they quote unquote they don't control um th that's gonna that's gonna be key moving forward there they give them as much power i think uh, krieger uh, mike who's who's a great friend i've known him for like five years now he wrote an article uh like which was pretty funny it was like stop whining and just get off facebook uh, where it was like, you know, I hate to admit it, but he's right. Like you, we got to just find alternative platforms. If they're, if they control the monetization of the content, you know, uh, ads, ad revenue, et cetera. And then not only do they control if you guys are getting paid or not with the content, they control if they're even going to allow the fucking content up. Uh, and from like Sean's standpoint, he's like, dude, they were ready. And correct me if I'm wrong, dude, they were ready to like, he uses you he used youtube as an archive too like so like he didn't even have access to all of his content like so they won't allow you to show the public they won't allow you to make money off it and by the way now you can't even fucking access it anymore that's terrifying dude like we're and you know what we're guilty of it too dude we we have shit on youtube we have we use one of our uh, we we have our own server but we also use g uh, g drive for some shit i mean so we're we're as guilty of it as anyone else like the fact that we trust proprietary data on a lot of these companies who clearly don't agree with us ideologically is probably a bad idea. Um, you know, but again, I don't, I think a lot of us are still comfortable and maybe it takes something like a Rogan going down where everyone's like, holy fuck. Like we, we really got to, the, the Titanic is literally sinking now. Like it's time to, it's time to wake the fuck up. Yeah. I mean, you know, a couple of schools of thoughts. We had a great convo. I'm not sure if you had the opportunity to listen to it, but we had SGT, X22. We, uh, we had Rory from the Daily Coin. I, I, I listened to the first 10 minutes, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and, you know, so we had a great discussion about it. And and what I'm trying to convince everyone is that, you know, why don't we go do our own CRTV-type programming? Let, let's let's uh, imagine, imagine that, how powerful that would be, Gus, of having – a complete distribution network of of us, and and I'm not saying not to u utilize YouTube anymore because I understand how large of an audience that we we can reach, you know, using you know utilizing YouTube, and primarily because it's easy for people, right? I mean, most of the time people don't you know get concerned or involved with a whole lot until it directly you know impacts them. But I think I think with this happening with Alex Jones and Sean. I think the audience is there. I think that they're tired of – think about it this way. Every time that we monetize one of our YouTube videos, YouTube is giving like pennies on the dollar back to the actual content creators. Correct. They are yeah. pocketing the majority of that ad revenue. So why, do, why should we, we keep uh, feeding the beast? Why should we keep playing in their games? And that's something that we have to understand is, yeah, but it, you can with lots of views and everything, you can make – decent revenue and everything from the videos, but think of how much money that's contributing, you know, towards, a, towards YouTube, towards Google. 
And if we systematically start navigating away slowly, then we can make an impact. I mean, shoot, you know, a, a year ago, they cut ad revenue down 50%. This year it's down 25%. And then also, they're also cutting the, they're adjusting the algorithms to purposely uh, not allow your content to get out there as far as, you know, new videos, new releases. I mean, shoot, I bring up my popular playlist of what YouTube suggests me. And it's like, where the heck are they getting these things? It's like, oh, this new pop uh, album came out. Here's a video or here's this. I'm like, I don't watch any of that crazy stuff. <laughs> well, dude, per per your point, man, I think this, both the smart way to do it, it doesn't matter if it's if it happens organically where it's not planned, like you start going to other platforms or it, it becomes a concerted, you know, uh, effort by people, a lot of the content, content creators to slowly migrate over where it's, it doesn't have to be all or nothing. Like not, a, you're never going to get everyone to give the middle finger to a, a YouTube, for example, tomorrow, uh, and jump ship to something else. But if it happens naturally, but proactively, um, over time, and it's it's uh, it doesn't have to be an all or nothing approach. Just like you guys now, and many other content creators utilize numerous platforms. It'll go up on this, 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 both for social media and blah. blah. You do you would still do the same thing. You would just add more entrepreneurial platforms or the decentralized platforms or whatever uh, things that can't be fucking shut down or shut off, uh, and hopefully knock on wood over naturally over the course of time the audience would migrate that way anyway dude it, it, it's it, it's like it, what what i thought was two years ago i thought a lot of people in our sector were over exaggerating the, the severity of it but we're we've reached a point now where it, and twitter is the best example of this they just shut people down at will and it's always people on our side uh I've never seen a Bolshevik get banned off Twitter. You'll literally have Antifa uh, showing a picture of beating someone with a bike lock or whatever, and like that person doesn't get fucking flagged. Uh, so yeah, if you're a leftist extremist and, and pro-violence, you're good. Uh, if you're on our side whatsoever, you're you're going to get flagged. Um, so at this point, it's not conspiratorial. It's not. It's no longer theory. Uh, it, it's 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 become just objectively true. Uh, so again, hopefully we start migrating away from them. Right. And another valid point to this too, Gus, is that think of it this way. Most of the time we relate most of this silencing, silencing of the, the counter views, the counter perspectives as it aligns to either, either politically or, you know, conspiracy things, but how many things have we actually discussed conspiracy wise that end up becoming true? And I think we're going to see numerous other things. Think, you know, think of, of like you know traditional medicine for example with you know gardasil some of these vaccines some of the things they're doing another great case is is monsanto with with their um what's the name of their spray their uh gosh i can't remember the name of it but uh they just lost that huge lawsuit right for the class action yeah, yeah. No, no it wasn't i don't know was it a class action but yeah, yeah it, was, it was a big one it was a big one yeah millions of dollars and how how many years had the all meat have been been here saying hey by the way, you know that uh, Roundup causes cancer. <laughs> oh no, it no it doesn't. Here's this clinical studies that we paid million dollars for. Look, there's no cases. And, you know, again, I think it's just the amount of amount of truth that's coming out. I think it's the constant attacks on the lamestream media. The fact that they have a trust rating of 
probably less than 3%. I think people are completely understanding the uh, fake world we live in. I, I was telling V this the other day on one of the shows. It's like, you know that show, The Matrix, Gus, where, you know, like the world we live in is like everything is just like, is like fake. It's like, it's, it's kind of, it, it really is like The Matrix. You know, think about it. Our, our money's fake. Our government's fake for the most part. Our FD, I mean, every bit of it. It's just, again, I think there's a lot of truth that's coming out. And I think there's going to be a huge battle to control the narrative of, of what it does look like when things do go bad or things do go wrong. Well, that, dude, that ties into what, what we kind of mentioned earlier. It was like, I, there are certain things I, I know the puppet masters get really fucking jittery about. Um, and it, I, 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 when you, when you, when you start going down the rabbit hole of like pedophilia, when you start going down the rabbit hole of nine 11, when you start going down certain rabbit holes, they get really fucking jittery. Um, so that I was trying to look for common denominators, but Sean and Alex Jones have so many fucking common denominators, uh, that it, it's hard to narrow it down. But the, if you don't, this is this is the early stages of YouTube purging. Uh, purging. Uh, if you want to look at a case study, the, the Twitter purging is much more mainstream. Where they're they fucking Gavin McGinnis gone, Milo gone, fucking Alex Jones gone. Like they don't give a fuck. Twitter, Twitter's the early. You want to see the wild, wild west of purging? It's been Twitter the last year. Um, so. But again, Twitter's more, uh, more. You, most of these people don't really, I mean, they care, but Twitter's not monetized the way YouTube's monetized. Uh, right. YouTube has actual financial ramifications for a lot of these people, uh, yourself, you guys self-included. Um, and, and, and there's some great disruptive things to, to those systems that, that are out there. It's just, again, I think as more people navigate away to those, people start you know, doing DTube, People start going to steam it. You know, some of these things, these uh, great things have been created the last couple of few years. And I believe also that uh, Kim.com also has a complete new uh, monetization program that's going to be, uh, you know, incentivized based upon cryptocurrencies. I think it's called K, K.IM or something like that. And it's going to be for content uh, creators. And, and, you know, usually whatever he does is usually pretty, pretty darn solid. Um, so, you know, again, that's going to be released soon. So there's going to be disruptive things coming forward. So again, I think this is just kind of sped the, the, that fact up to a lot of people that listen, you know, if, if it happens to Alex Jones, it could happen to any of us. Right. I mean, and, and it could wiped across, like his digital footprint was nearly like wiped out dust. <laughs> Dude, it was a fucking purge. And that, I mean, a coordinated, you know, and I, again, I listened to the first part of the, the your guys' interview, and I, th I think it was um, Rory that brought it up from the Daily Coin. It was like an anti antitrust cartelish purge, um, like it's synchronized. Um, and that, I mean, it, it's it, it's it's like every it's it's not tinfoil hat thinking shit anymore. It's like these fucking cocksuckers coordinated amongst themselves. Uh, like the fucking money trust cartel, like the fucking you know OPEC fucks, like they're they got together like a car, uh, an IT fucking cartel and fucking shut it down. And then they they obviously don't own, own the URL or donate domain, 
but then they're everything I'm seeing uh, coming out of like Paul Joseph Watson and whatever is like, no, they're, they're trying to fucking like attack the, uh, the website too. So they're e- even what, whatever they weren't able to totally eliminate they're they're attack they're attacking full stream like they want to get and i think he i mean he got his start on the fucking radio and I'm, he's still on the radio syndicated right so they they can't get rid of that unless the advertisers jump ship so but to your point dude that's a big fucking fish man so if they could like um what does that say about the um the old quote about the nazis first they came for them then they came for them then they came for them then they came for me uh <laughs> like if they could go after fucking that take out that big of a fish no no one no one in our sector or ideology should feel warm and fuzzy about about it you know mm, yeah yeah i mean that uh yeah i think that's the most the most disturbing thing to you know really to to think about is you know what does happen i, I guess and and then also i something that i was thinking about is you know what rory said was is in regards to you know the lawsuits to be filing i mean i, I imagine companies like that would you imagine the the thousands, if not close to a million dollars, that it would cost in attorney fees to to go fight that battle, to go to go do that? I mean, they would just drag it out. They would literally probably bankrupt whatever organization was going after them. I mean, only there's only so much pro bono work that I think an attorney will do. I may I may be wrong, and and a perfect example of that I always remind people of you know think of Do you remember when the rock band Pearl Jam sued Ticketmaster? Dude, I, I grew up on Pearl Jam, of course. Yeah, do you remember that they the whole antitrust lawsuit they were mad and and I agree. I mean, you know, they were trying to keep ticket prices lower than Ticketmaster. Ticketmaster was charging like what, what, like a fifteen or eighteen bucks handling fee for what? You printing your own ticket? <laughs> yeah, for for nothing. Yeah, right. and so and so that did that did go you know completely up to you know the antitrust and everything else like that. And and I I don't think anything came about it. I know there's some other you know ticket venue places now and everything else like that. But, you know, it just, it's just going to get dragged out. I, I don't know whether I know that I don't have the time and the resources to put uh, the energy. I'd rather look for different uh, solutions because, you know, inevitably if they got to that platform and, and you, you file those antitrust, what would keep them from saying, well, well, fine. You know what, as a matter of fact, YouTube, we're, we're happy with our cable television services and we're just going to get rid of the entire, uh, you know, video platform for, uh, live streamers and everything. We're just going to do away with it all together. No, that that if the liberals are good at one thing, if the authoritarian communist cocksuckers are good at one thing, it's tying you up in in, in litigation. Uh, they they will. Th- and I mean, the perfect example is what's going on with with the the Russia collusion fucking hoax scam fucking fake news shit. Uh, they're taking all these poor bastards, you know, doesn't matter which one it is, Stone or Manafort or whoever, and they're just, they, they'll, if, even if they can't convict them, they'll bankrupt them. Uh, if they're good at one thing, it's lawyers. They got a lot of fucking liberal fucking lawyers. Some, uh, the, these companies do, the government obviously does, the deep state does. They don't give a fuck, flying fuck about litigation. That's part of the business model. Uh, and you start talking about the content creators, you know, yeah, people, we do well, you, you know, you guys do well, everyone does well, but we don't fucking do Google well. Uh, so, you know, the Google's got, Google could piss lawyers and shit lawyers for the next 50 years and they're still going to be fine. Uh, so yeah, the <laughs> litigation <laughs> built into the model. So yeah, I, I'm, I'm a hundred percent in your camp. 
you know, we could you could sue them, you could deal with this, that, try to win this, win that. Uh, I prefer the voluntary free market way. Give them a middle finger and find something else. Like, blow me, you're not the only game in town, suck a dick, bye. Because uh, <laughs> yeah, then it's not even violent. You're like, well, why fight? I'm not going to give you another fucking penny. Fuck off, you know? Uh, but again, it's not going to be, it's a, not an overnight thing. It's, it's gotta be slow because, you know, dude, YouTube's, YouTube's our bread and butter too for marketing, not, not content we create, but interviews, be it like the one I'm doing with you. I, I did a silver bullet, silver shield a couple hours ago. Uh, Will does Sean Bix, you know, whoever, like mm -hmm. we, our marketing guys are our YouTube guys. Uh, so that's, that's how we generate leads for the company. Uh, so it's a, it's a fucking big deal for us. It's our marketing stream. Yeah, it's huge. Uh, yeah, it, that's how we get our fucking leads. Period. You know, so it, uh, alternative plat platforms, you know, have to come about, and there are a lot of smart smart guys on our side, and you know, hopefully solutions escalate and 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 we move forward. Yeah, one thousand percent, Gus. Absolutely. What else is on your radar, bro? Uh, dude, business, business, business. The, the, the purge was, was my main concern. The main thing I wanted to talk, talk to you about. There, are, there, there's you a, are you catching what? a lot of rumblings and everything? I mean, I think the, the whole, uh, Turkey Lira and the, the global thing. And, and I've been, a lot of people have been producing a lot of videos lately and, and talking about the, uh, the state it, of the it, economy. It, You've been catching it, those too? It, it, is, is this the big one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <lot of> <laughs> The so again, I never. I uh, one thing I'm openly candid about is the fact I don't have a crystal ball, and there, my my position is always I never tell anyone they're right or wrong. Uh, but do do I think there's going to be another Lehman Brothers moment? Yes. Do I know? when I see it, probably not right away. Um, you need a, the first domino could be misconstrued for as an anomaly. Uh, many times, uh, dude, I internally, I didn't go out telling clients this, but when, sh when China, like two years ago, started shutting down equity markets uh, to, to control like at a five or 7% volatility swing on, on, on the bear side uh, that I thought that was it. Uh, again, I didn't advise clients, get the fuck out. It's fucking over. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I, there, there's a great fucking like uh, an old ESPN commercial where it's Y2K and like Mark McGuire's like swinging a bat through the, like uh, thinking it's the apocalypse. Uh, so yeah, I, I bring that up because it's like, I, I, have been wrong internally before to myself. Like, is this the one, is this the one? So I, I, the Turkey could easily be it. I, I just don't know if it is. You'll, you'll know when the second, third, and fourth domino drop. That's when it's like, all right, this thing's not contained. Uh, you're, 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 seeing, you're seeing escalation in, in other assets or other sovereigns or other whatever. Uh, yeah. that, then you'll know. And, and at that point, you'll, st you'll still be early because John Doe sitting on his couch watching Rachel Maddow tell him about uh, the fucking tran bathrooms or whatever. Uh, he's not going to know for a couple weeks, so you're fine. Um, I hold firm. At, for, at, at, this is very optimistic, and I try to tell, even when someone's just woken up and just gotten red-pilled to the whole banking this and economy and all that, uh, I'm like, listen, rest assured, rest assured, I should say, 
that you're going to know before 99% of the population knows uh, because most people don't pay attention to it. If, if me and you are already knowing that the, the, the Turkey situation or some other event might trigger a fucking debt deflation, a crash, an inflation, whatever. John Doe sitting at home doesn't. Like he's not going to see it for weeks. Uh, it doesn't hit him till his financial advisor lets him know, whatever. Or he'll, he might see something on CNBC and passing or whatever. Uh, so most of the people that you guys deal with, that we deal with, are, are kind of already in the know. They have the finger on the pulse. Uh, so yeah, you, you're gonna have a week or two head start uh, in front of everyone else anyway. Yeah, I mean, it, it's again taking a look at like the the crypto market with the ups and downs, and and you know the the beat down with with gold the other day. I mean, the, these markets and with like I think there's so many countries. Like we're talking about like you know people saying you know f you, I don't want your YouTube anymore. I don't want this. People are kind of feeling the same way about the dollar anymore. They're like f you, I don't want your debt. You, you know, I'm not I'm not taking any more debt from you. I feel I'll find different solutions. And and, you know, some of the solutions that are out there weren't there several years ago, like, you know, the 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 Russian entire, uh, you know, system where they just went away from the entire Visa Master MasterCard platform for uh, for processing and everything. I mean, there's different solutions. So, again, it's just something to be mindful. And the other question, too, I had, Gus, and maybe maybe you've uh, you've you've thought of this or maybe you've heard an explanation, everything. But since everything like the cryptos and everything is tied specifically, you know, to the U.S. dollar in terms of its its value, uh, what what happens when that value of the dollar's not there? Does that mean that, that the cryptos just lose all that as well? I mean, what what happens, right? It's a, it's irrelevant. The dollar it's totally irrelevant. The dollar is just the current. The and Mike and I hate to bring up a competitor, uh, although you know we do a million other things besides gold and silver. Uh, Maloney has covered this in such great detail over the course of the last nine years, eight years. Uh, you could just compare assets ratio investing and just compare assets directly to other assets. You could measure the Dow or the S&P in terms of ounces of gold. You could measure Bitcoin in terms of barrels of oil. You could measure the average home uh, versus a share of Apple stock. So the, the unit of ma in mathematical terms, the unit of measure is just irrelevant, is irrelevant if you're savvy enough to actually grasp that. The, just cur the universal current unit of measurement is the dollar. Uh, a lot of people don't look at that at all. They, they do get more technical and look at other asset classes. And that's more intended to figure out what's overvalued versus what's undervalued at a given time. Uh, but yeah, if everyone... My theory is there always does have to be, if you go back to recorded human history, there does have to be some world reserve currency. What that will be or what basket that will be, and it's usually the dominating power. Uh, can gold and crypto replace that? I don't know. Will China replace the U.S. one day as the world reserve currency? I don't know. Do the oligarchs want to usher in the SDR and the IMF as the reserve currency? I don't know. There, but usually there is there there is one universal, and it's just for math. It's just for saying, okay, I'm sending you these fucking T-shirts. How many universal uh, currency units are you sending me back? Uh, so it's just uh -huh. more, it's more for trade and exchange. Uh, it, it's like okay, you we, but I mean, gold could serve the same purpose. Uh, Bitcoin could serve the same pur purpose. Uh, but if if they jump ship of the dollar. If I was forced to bet money on it, uh, I would. I would. You just gotta. You gotta acknowledge the trajectory of China right now. And I know V V 
is much better versed on the East than I am. But you have to acknowledge that economy the last 30 years. And you have to acknowledge that world reserve currency is cyclical. Uh, there's a great graph that you see zero hedge posts once every three months. Mm -hmm. World reserve currency uh, country by year. And it shows yep. from, it was from Spain to Portugal to France to Great Britain to the U.S. Like it's just it's it's been our turn for a long since Bretton Woods since 45. So yeah, we're we're eventually gonna not be it. Uh, I just I just don't know when. And if I was forced to bet, like all right, what comes next? I would I would I would think it's China. Uh, although the oligarchs, I think would prefer the IMF. I think I think James Rickards is right. I think the SDR is their preference because then it's not voters can't fuck with the SDR. The, mm, oli right. the, the, the oligarchs have the SDR. <laughs> the, the, the bankers and oligarchs have the SDR. The, no, no, uh, no angry Americans could could fuck with the SDR. Although it is a basket of currencies, but yeah, it's it's harder for sovereign voters to fuck with the SDR than it is uh, the Chinese yuan or the the U.S. dollar or whatever the pound, the euro. It's irrelevant. Yeah, because you've obviously been hearing some of the discussion regarding you know Trump and the Fed, right? Where you know it's like you know. I'm having issues with the Fed and everything else. They were they were great for Obama, keeping rates low for all those years. And all of a sudden, they're like, well, we want to keep up a couple more times this year. I, I don't think that they, they advised or they were going to do anything last time. But it's just kind of interesting to hear uh, the potential or the, the conversations around the Fed as it relates to the administration and, and discovering what powers that the president does potentially have in managing the Fed. If, if Trump... Trump would go from a, I would go from, I would, let me, how do I phrase this in a, in a very, uh, let me, in an adolescent metaphor, I would go from having a crush on, a crush on Trump to being madly in love with Trump if we were to see a straight up audit. <laughs> so <laughs> I already, right now, Trump's like the gaga goo goo girl, like, ah, oh, I kind of like, I really like him and blah, blah, blah. But he would go from the Gaga Gugu, like the first crush girl, to like the ma the first love girl. If he's like, you know what, these bankers been conning us for a hundred years. Like we need to see what the fuck's going on. Uh, that's when that's when I'm like, okay, he's all in now. Like now he's like now he's full Ron Paul, Rand Paul. Like these are con artists. Time to see the books, cocksuckers. Uh, that that's when my 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 uh, again my crush would turn into love. The Everything else I like seeing, the, yes, the the Fed, the Fed is what woke me up. It, that's the best way I could tell you. It was uh, nine years ago, eight years ago, and Bernanke testifying is what woke me up. And he's like, uh, it was. I'll never forget it. I'll never forget it. And I, I dude, I majored in fucking economics for Christ's sake, and I, I like, I didn't know. Uh, it was Grayson, a Democrat, Florida, uh, interviewing Bernanke after the crash, uh, asking to see where the money went. What European mm. banks money went? And Bernanke, <laughs> Bernanke paraphrasing uh, Bernanke, whatever the fuck his name is, scumbag, uh, paraphrasing said, "None of your fucking business. Mm. Like you're not, you're not seeing shit. No one's seeing shit. Blow me." And that's when I, that's when the light bulb. That was my red pill moment. That was the light bulb going off, being like, "Oh my god, the whole thing's a scam." Yeah, like yeah. the whole fucking thing. You have someone testifying before Congress saying you can't see where anything went below me fuck off it went overseas none of your business and this is like congress dude yeah. like so yeah. the president can't see you can't, no one could see fuck you 
like so they conduct off balance sheet transactions they conduct on balance sheet transactions nobody's business and it's like trying to explain that to someone the first dude i've had conversations with cpas that don't know the fed has shareholders like and that that that's that's the red pill moment like if you're like okay the federal reserve is actually has private shareholders uh that that sh should you know fucking flip the light bulb for people but mo most people are like so, so what what's the relevance but what's the relevance is you could figure out why a lot of people get rich and there's no paper trail or why they could fund every industry yeah. there, there there's there's a great it, it, you control when you control money and credit you control everything it's why they control the military industrial complex it's why they control the media it's why they control california new york like it, when you control money and credit you control everything there's a great great fucking uh it's not great it's actually i'm 75 percent of it is propaganda it's on the history channel it's the man who built america is what it's called and it's the story of carnegie rockefeller jp morgan uh, um, Ford, Edison, uh, and these guys, a lot of them intertwined with each other, obviously. Oh yeah. And yeah. a lot of them were good hoots. What's and this the, on the history channel? You said it, it, it's a, you can watch it on Netflix. The men who built America or Google, the men who built America or something okay. like that. And it's, it's like a six part series. Each one of the six parts is a one of the different oligarchs. And, um, the, the, the most intriguing part that, in the history channels and other propaganda aren't bullshit, but the most intriguing part <laughs> is when JP Morgan buys us steel. Well, what, 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 what Dan, what he ends up calling us steel, the largest transaction in us history, making Carnegie richer than Rockefeller for a brief moment in time. What, what he fails to mention is how in the fuck JP Morgan bought Carnegie. Uh, because he was able to create money out of thin air. <laughs> when you when you control money and credit, and you control the money supply, you could they could buy Apple tomorrow. <laughs> like it's it's just air. Right. Like extent, and if if it's off balance sheet, and the shitheads don't see the money supply expanding, they can kind of hide the inflation of it too. Like so, uh, to get this this all to make sense to people, they're like, what do you mean the Dude, they control money and credit, and we can't even, they won't even let us see it. <laughs> like, it's, <laughs> it's off balance sheet, shithead. You can't see anything. Like, it's, they, you wonder where all these money, all this money comes from, all these oligarchs pop up from, all these financiers. It's credit, and you can't see it. They won't let you see it. You can't audit it. Like, it's, that's the scam. The scam is they control it all. Uh, and that, that's, that was my red pill moment. And most, you the problem is when you first get red pilled, you freak the fuck out and try ramming, you know, all the the last two hundred fifty years of uh, Thomas Jefferson and Andrew Jackson fighting central bankers down everyone's throat, uh, and you they they kind of are turned off by that. Uh, so if you could grasp money and credit, you could grasp it all. It all and everything starts to make sense. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, what's uh, what's new with uh, perpetual assets? How, what's uh, what's going on? You guys, big business is great. Interviews. Uh, we got. I'm probably going to shoot up to LA for a crypto conference here next month, um, just to attend. I, I've never awesome. been. Yeah, yeah. So looking forward to that. Got got New York. Uh, hopefully, you're able to make it out in September. Yeah, um, I'm yeah I hope I, I hope uh, I hope V V is good for a beer or two. 
Uh, so excited about that. We're on Narco Poco's back in the schedule uh, again in February. That's lined up. Chicago for Christmas. Yeah. Every, dude, no complaints, man. Everyone's business is good. Fucking family's healthy. I got nothing to complain about. Life is life is pretty good. Besides nice. the besides the pack suckers, uh, the social media IT uh, oligarchs. <laughs> awesome, Gus. Uh, plug your website. How uh, listeners can learn more about your work, and uh, we'll close it out. Per, 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 perpetual assets. Put, put, put and I'm I'm changing one. Put it in a search engine. Uh, you could look for it in a search engine or plug it in a URL. Perpetual assets, retirement accounts, uh, crypto, uh, metal. Uh, do, do all the research you'd like. Drop us an email. Drop us a call. Perpetual assets. Awesome. Very cool. All right. Please like, share. Uh, again, uh, appreciate the comments in there. Uh, Gus, a lot of fun today. Appreciate you. And uh, everyone be safe and take care. Likewise, buddy. Likewise. <laughs>